Well, as you know, we're heading over to New Zealand for the Derby in a couple of weeks' time with a big group with Ambassador Travel. Brian Martin's coming along as well, actually. I haven't met Brian in person, but I'm just wondering, do we back this filly? Uh, in the New Zealand Derby in a few weeks' time at Allersley. 300 metres to go, Pendragon from Ethereal Star. Four lengths away now, the closers, Orchestral starting to warm up. Glamour Tycoon and in behind them then is Tokyo Tycoon. It's Pendragon kicking again. Orchestral's looming large for J-Mac. Orchestral went to the lead, shut the gate. J-Mac's back in town. Orchestral has bolted in. Second over was photos. Pendragon That's a pretty strong feel. We know Molly Bloom, for example, was well beaten in that race and came out and won the Karen and David Ellis Phillies Classic last weekend at 2,000 metres. Orchestral, 625,000. A lot of money at the time, but well worth it by Savabeel. Roger James has won a derby with a filly some seasons ago. Silent Achiever back in 2012. Good morning, Roger. Good morning. Good morning, listeners. I know she was a beauty. She got similar ability to Silent Achiever, for example, Orchestral. Look, we're still learning about her, to be honest. She um, hasn't been further than the mile yet, so uh, um, we're excited by her. But um, you know, it's hard to uh, hard to put her in the same group as as that mare um, at this stage. But um, yeah, we are very excited by her. Yeah, she's only had six starts, three wins. You've got to love that strength through the line. Their last start on the big Karaka day. I think that was one of the, the pertinent points, and that. Um, you know, she won by, I don't know what, three or four, but um, there's a shot of her just going round the top turn and um, and she's 10 lengths in front of them. She was really only sort of getting to top speed at the line, I think. Roger, she just seems to be a tardy out of the gate. She's often not the best away. That was the case again there last start. Yeah, which means that you always need luck in the running and, and or a good jock, um, or both. Uh but um, look, uh, we can't change her. Um, if we did, she mightn't have the sprint home. So uh, um, you know, we've got to be resigned to the fact that uh, that's pretty much the package we've got, and we we really don't dislike the package we've got. So uh, you know, we're up and onward. A lot of horses weren't running on on that particular day as well, were they? No, the pattern earlier on. Um, Albeit most of them were um, shorter distance races, but you didn't see a lot running on. And, um, uh, you know, she probably did break the pattern a little bit. But, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a very solid effort. And, um, you know, uh, uh, James said when he came up to the leader, um, he said he didn't really know how well he was going and she didn't know what she was doing um, and he said when he pulled the stick through and gave her one two he said um, she gave him the feeling of um, some of the better sprinters she's, he's ridden over the years so that was a pretty exciting um, report to hear. You've had a lot to do with the breed of course uh, Sava Beale is she a typical Sava Beale any quirky characteristics easy to train Roger or Kestrel? She's very easy to train. She wouldn't be the most elegant um, horse to watch in a pace work. Um, uh, she's you know, not the most balanced, fluent mover, but when she's galloping, she's quite a different um, look. And uh, um, she's a filly with a, that's got a bit of bone and size and substance to her, uh, but she hasn't got a weak point. Um, she's got a, a, a good attitude to life. She's um, got a relaxed eye on her and... Um, 
Uh, I wouldn't say she's difficult in any way. Craig Grills, of course, goes on for the weekend, the lead-up to the derby. Tell us about what you're thinking here, Avondale Guineas. As you said, 21 for the first time. Look, um, <clears throat> we're not fully committed to the derby yet, uh, but it's likely. Um, and the reason being, it's not that we think she's better than all the Colts or anything at this stage. It's... Um, more so um, looking at the big picture, if, uh, if you go to the New Zealand Oaks, you need to put another run into them before the Oaks. Then you've got um, you know about an 11-hour trip down and back, and it's very hot at present, and a hard run down there. And you get them home, and it's a week to the binary. Um, by going to the Derby, it's um, on our doorstep, pretty much. Um, and then... Um, You've had one less run, uh, you have a month, and you can take in the Binary and um, the Oaksville Derby over there, whatever. But um, uh, if you go to the Oaks, um, you know, as I say, you've had one more run in your prep, a, a very long trip, and um, and you can't, you've only got one go at Group 1 in Australia, you wouldn't take her over and back her up in a Binary a week after that. So that's why the, the Derby's sort of becoming um, much more the preferred option. All right, so if he's racing well, she could do Derby after this, Vinery, Oaks. That's the likely course, yes. Mm. Who will ride her in Australia? Well, Jane, I suppose James got so many options. Uh, look, there's been nothing confirmed at this stage at all. Um, but obviously, uh, if James was keen to, um, we would love to have him. And will the jockey stay on at Craig Grills for the Derby if you go that way? Um, we haven't made a commitment okay. there either, um, but um, you know, we're happy to have him this weekend. Last weekend you took a different path with Prowess. She did win on, on the Caracas Day as well, but you just took a different path to the Vinery. You went the Phillies Classic, the Molly Bloom one, then you went Bone Crusher. Yeah, we were never confident that she was going to get the mile and a half, and you know I think she was buying for favouritism and uh, we worked on the Tuesday before the derby and um, we made the big call to not run um, and uh, we ran her a week later in the, against the older horses at Wait for Age and I think it had been close to 30 years since the three-year-old filly had won that race um, but uh, uh, you know it turned out to be the right call in the end and um, uh, but this filly is quite a different type of filly in the way she races, etc. So, um, you know, that is an option. Um, but uh, at this stage, it's not our strongest one. Yeah, Legato, of course, I think going to that bone crusher. Mm. Yeah. Roger, we spoke about Grishetti a lot. He's spelling at the moment. He was very brave in defeat last weekend against the older horses. You trained the mother, Grace Hill. She only had a handful of runs. Yeah, and highly talented, but was a... Very bad bleeder. Um, so, you know, there's all the theories that that can be hereditary. Obviously, it's not um, uh, in this circumstance, certainly. Um, well, I don't think they have any problems with her, with him. Uh, she was a, a, a lovely mare and um, a talented mare, but her, her um, career was, uh, was um, stopped because of her bleeding. Okay, well, good luck with orchestral. All eyes on her on the weekend, Roger, at this big meeting. Uh, Avondale Cup, you've got Diana Seas. He's a, he's a solid horse for you. He's been a good money spinner, but drawn widely. Yeah, he's drawn very wide. He's going to need a lot of luck, I think, from his draw. But uh, 
Uh, he had a um, an injury after the Waikato Cup, and we've been playing catch up ever since a hoof injury. And um, uh, you know, take no notice of his last run that was um, on a shifty track, and we went into it um, very much on the improve. Um, I feel we've got the, the right improvement, and uh, now we're going to need a lot of luck from our draw. But um, you know, he's Auckland Cup bound, and um, we're pleased to have him going that way. What's your best other chance on the weekend away from orchestral, Roger at Allersley? Um, probably be Dionysus, uh, I would think. Okay. And what, mm. what about that filly that's talented? What did you make of her run last weekend, Sabina? Uh, look, she had every opportunity. Um, she ran fourth. The run wasn't bad, but uh, and they were probably... Other than um, than uh, our filly, they were probably the best of the the rest of the three-year-old filly. So she didn't disgrace herself. She won it one two previous to that, uh, including a Group Three. Um, undecided what we're doing at this stage, but she may have one more run, and then that'll be it for the prep. And Queensland Carnival. Uh, a little bit early to tell you that. Um, we've got options, uh, but. Um, you know, the next couple or three runs are going to tell them um, tell us what we're what we might bring across. And Prowess, how are the hooves going? And wrapping up, Roger, her hooves. Well, to be fair, um, I think everybody involved, including vets in New Zealand and vets in America that have been involved from day one, uh, in disbelief as to um, how quickly and how well. Things are going um, to the extent that they are um, um, more than optimistic that she will uh, return to total normal um, and most likely a racing proposition. All right, it's to do with laminitis, isn't it, or some form of hoof disease? Yeah, but it was never typical right from day one. You know, the initial phone call I got was if she were moving like she should be with the x-rays that I have in front of me, I would be fearing to save her life. And we'd trotted her up that morning and um, at worst she was one out of ten scratchy on first trot up, second trot up, totally level. Um, And, you know, obviously a few of the vets had um, seen her x-rays and when we delivered her to the vet clinic. They insisted that we back the um, trailer right down to the um, to her box door. And we said, well, she's fine. And they said, oh, no, take her right to the door. And we said, well, I don't see the point. We brought her off the float and she bounced down on the grass and, and um, they said, oh, no, this is not the horse that we were expecting. Um, and we said, yes, I think it is. So um, the x-rays were terrible. Um, but um, uh, as I said, you know what, what the vet initially said, um, if she were moving like she should be, given the x-rays I have in front of me, I'd be fearing for her life um, to save her. Um, the x-rays are so bad, but um, they have righted themselves very quickly, and um, and you know, they've all said, including the the world authorities on on laminitic conditions or um, a different term that's probably a bit more correct in her um, case is white line disease. Um, 
uh, they've been amazed or they've, they've been astounded that it wasn't typical from day one. And I think the minute you use the word laminitis, um, you know, it, it tolls a bad tune. But, um, yeah, I'm just pleased to say that um, all of the experts that have been involved are extremely optimistic at this stage. What time frame do you think you could maybe start to exercise her again, Roger? Uh, I haven't gone into that, but um, uh, I think they were thinking May, June. Um, you know, each each um, each removal of um, the shoes um, tells a, another story. But um, you know, she's uh, she's currently um, walking quite a lot, and um, you know, she's uh, um, you know, as I said, at her worst, she was only ever scratchy interaction but that was ages ago she's very free interaction and um, not far from going out into the paddock oh, right well that's very pleasing she's won eight from 12 that's prowess of course a four-year-old by prowess just back to the derby a jockey craig grills i'm just looking he's won sorry back to the avondale guineas on the weekend he's won two of the past three uh, rocket spade and lyre creek and of course when you won the derby uh, you also won silent achiever also won this race in the lead up um, the Avondale Guineas. Uh, that, that would be right, yeah. Mm. Desert Lightning won it last year, by the way, the Avondale Guineas, Lark Creek, and then, as I mentioned, Rocket Spade. So Dragon Leap mm-hmm. prior to that. Yeah. Thanks, Roger. Good day. Thank you. See you in a few weeks. You can shout our group yeah. um, for cold beer if you win. Okay. There's uh, 44 what, what, people. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you do drink a lot of beers, you Aussie. So, um, yeah, we'll have to get the rules right here. I'm not drinking that. What's that beer over there? They want drink spates. I'm not drinking that stuff, please. Oh, uh, no. Well, I'm not a beer drinker anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> no, they say it has a terrible effect on you. Thanks, Rod. Roger James talking about orchestral little start favourite uh, in the Avondale Guineas lead up to the Derby. Um, say lead up, but it's a good race in its own right. I'll mention some of the winners, which I have already, but she's number 15, right down the bottom. Craig Drills, we're on gate six in a field of 15. That's race six. It's a really good meeting. Besides the Avondale Guineas, you've got the Avondale Cup and a couple of other feature races there on the weekend as well. But previous winners of the Avondale Guineas, so Desert Lightning, we only spoke about him recently. He runs in a few weeks' time. Uh, he won the Avondale Guineas last year, like Creek. She was flying at the time. Of course, then she went to the Derby where it was a horror show. She won the Avondale Guineas, Rocket Spade, Dragon Leap, Super Oasis on the rock on the rocks. I vaguely remember. Uh, Jake Bayless. From memory, big odds. Michael Moroni and Pam Girard. Ginger Nuts, of course. Rangi Poe. He went on to win the Derby. Mongolian Khan, he was a beauty. Pacini. Uh, then you go back even further. Silent Achiever, the Philly. She was the last Philly to um no, in fact she wasn't yeah, she was the last Philly to win this, Avondale Guineas. Um, let me just have it. Yeah, she was. So there you go. That was 2012. Prior to that, um, you know, some of the other winners, Alamosa, Veloce Bella, who we spoke about this week. Um, yeah, anyway, I'll turn the second page. Um, of course, St. Reams for uh, Rob McNulty, the big owner at the time, by Zabir, like a gov. That was uh, Craig Grills again. And uh, Jeff McVeigh was the trainer of that particular horse, like a gov.